0: Hello again. Thank you so much for listening to the Whole Heart Podcast. We're going to continue on with talking about um, newborn care. We spoke briefly yesterday about breastfeeding, um, but I'd like to dive into how to care for baby. Um, but first, let's talk about caring for mom. This is something that Um, comes up quite a bit. There are lots of, um, you know, new mom support groups and postpartum doulas and so forth, lots of resources available to care for new moms. But unfortunately, so many moms go uncared for. A lot of times, um, fathers um, of a new baby can kind of fall into a deer in the headlights look wondering, okay, what just happened? There's this giraffe in the room all of a sudden and it's stolen my wife and she's tired and she's cranky and what is life about to be like? And at the very beginning, a father's role is a lot smaller than a mother's role, especially if you are the uh, primary care provider, you know, for for this new baby. And a lot of dads need to go back to work, often away from the home. And mothers left very isolated to care for a newborn. And if you have other kids, it's, it's often a lot easier um, to slide into it because you've done it before. But if you're a new mom, a first-time mom, it can be incredibly overwhelming. I know my first-time mom experience was mother of twins, and I had had a very traumatic birth and my mother needed to stay with me. I was ICU status for several weeks, and once I got home, um, my husband at the time was working 90, 100 hours a week, wasn't sure really how to support uh, me, and I found myself very isolated, very alone, and I've got these two babies that need every ounce of energy that I have. So, I think talking about self-care is just something that we can't um, slide past or ignore. One of the main things that I recommend you do is reach out to friends and family. If you can, organize a calendar with friends and family for visitors to come by and check in on you, bring you food, make sure you're resting, give you an opportunity to take a shower without wondering if the baby's okay or needing anything, but a nice, you know, hot shower, or cold shower, if that's what you like, and even just an opportunity to sit alone and sip your tea in peace or flip through a magazine can mean the world of a difference to a new mom i would also recommend finding um, good reading material that you really like find time in your day to listen to music or an audiobook perhaps while you're nursing or um, find podcasts that you find very inspiring and enjoy listening to um, if you're watching the tv it's very easy to drown out the rest of the world it's a very passive activity and can actually work against you in self care. So, I would recommend something else like reading or listening to an audiobook or um, poetry or in journaling or something like that. That um, perhaps for you it's crafting or knitting or painting. Whatever you once enjoyed, find time to do that. Even though the babies are there, perhaps it's when they're napping, but find time to do things that bring you joy and allow you to be creative and your mind to be active and doing something that you enjoy as a person, not just as a mother. I would also suggest um, taking a walk every day. At the very beginning, it's not recommended that you exercise, so definitely get your doctor's permission. But I found daily walks with my twins to be the best thing that I did for myself. Sometimes we would go for a walk in the morning you know, while the sun was coming up because they were definitely early risers. And sometimes we would go for another walk in the evening. And it wasn't about exercise. I certainly wasn't power walking or anything like that. But it was just time to get outdoors, get some fresh air, look around at the trees, feel the ground beneath my feet, listen to the sounds of the birds and the wind and all of that. I find being outside very spiritual and very calming. And it's definitely something that I made sure that I did every day. And then a big glass of water when you get home and sit down, hold your babies in your arms and just connect with them um, on a spiritual deeper, deeper level. All of that is really important to providing the best care for your baby because believe it or not, Mother is not synonymous with martyr. Um, Being a good mother does not mean that you stop taking care of yourself. In order to care for your baby or babies, you need to be caring for yourself. So self-care is the utmost important before anything else. So here you are at home with a new baby or babies. And you're not really sure, what am I supposed to do with it? You left the hospital with a ton of pamphlets, lots of um, informative brochures and flyers and cards and numbers to call, but perhaps you didn't take a newborn care class. And perhaps at the beginning, everybody was helping you. The nurses were really great. Um, the baby may have even been in the nursery while you were resting, and here you are at home, and you've got to take care of this baby. How do I do this? How do we fall into a routine? The recommended routine to navigate your way through newborn care is EPS, eat, play, sleep. And at the very beginning, all the baby seems to be doing is sleeping. Well, this will go less and less in the next couple of weeks. When your baby wakes up, the first thing they need is food. You don't want your baby to get used to falling asleep while they're being fed. You want them to be waking up and then and eating. So they eat, And then there's a little bit of playtime. And at the beginning, playtime with a newborn is very simple. It might just be looking into their eyes, kissing them very gentle, very careful not to overstimulate. It might be singing a lullaby. Perhaps it's a massage or a story. Yes, believe it or not, babies love to hear stories. They love to hear the sound of your voice. They love to look at the pictures of a board book. And the tone that I'm using with you right now, it's funny how I kind of slip back into my newborn care um, voice and modality because you want to be soft and slow and gentle because that's really what babies respond to. And when I'm with a baby, it's funny, I could be out, Partying and being silly and goopy with my friends. And when someone starts asking me a question about a baby, I kind of slip into that very gentle, soft tone that babies respond to. So that might be play, singing, story, massage, or just gazing at the baby, just interacting with them, looking at them, holding them, rocking them. Very quickly, they're going to fall back asleep in those early stages, and that's okay. Let the baby sleep. If they're not waking up in about three hours wake them up very gently. Perhaps you turn off a white noise machine. Perhaps you touch the bottom of their feet or pull on a toe. Get the baby to wake up because it's time to feed. And then you repeat, eat, play, sleep. Now, a lot of times people ask me questions about um, bath with their babies. You do not need to be giving your baby a bath every single day. Mine were often very dirty because we had two dogs in the house. We did a lot of walks. I took them outside and laid them in the grass um, or the the dirt a lot of times. And so mine were usually very dirty. I did that on purpose. That was part of me trying to build their immune system and expose them to um, natural elements very early on. But you do not have to bathe your baby every day. When you do decide that you wanna bathe the baby, my favorite way to bathe the baby was with towels on top of a countertop and maybe a towel even in the sink and very, very, very little water, low, warm, soapy water, or perhaps you're using coconut oil or natural oil like sunflower oil or something in the water. I didn't use soap because I I feel like um, soap can be very drying and too harsh on a new baby's skin. And I would just lay the babies in the water, wash their bodies in all their little crevices, behind their ears, in their neck rolls, and between their toes, and then lay them on the towel on the other side of the sink and dry them off. If you need to do this in the kitchen sink, that's perfectly okay. But again, I know that humans have um, a need for warmth, especially a new baby. They will become very cranky, very upset, and kind of squirmy if it's cold. And so I always recommend to new mothers and families to get a space heater and do this in the bathroom. And heat the bathroom at a very warm temperature before even beginning bath. And then if you want to massage the baby with lavender oil or coconut oil, um, make sure that you're being very careful because they will get slimy. And then a fresh diaper, set of PJs, and then they have their bedtime. You've probably repeated eat, play, sleep several times throughout the day, bath is one of the last things that you do every three to four days is a good schedule for a bath and then that's when you um, are preparing them for their last feed before they go to sleep at night or perhaps you're not feeding right away before they go to bed perhaps you're just rocking them and laying them down turning on a good white noise machine to drown out any sudden loud noises and then leaving the room to let the baby know that they can stay asleep Um, on their own. Even if you're co-sleeping, it's still okay for you to leave the room and then return when it's your bedtime. A little bit of independence can be healthy. I get asked fairly often about my recommendations for baby gear to have at home. And since we're talking about newborns, I'm not going to dive into um, any of the more complex things like play or entertainment or outings or anything like that because a newborn really doesn't need a lot of those things. We're talking about the itty bitties, like the first three months. One thing that I would recommend that every parent take to the hospital is a Wombie Med Pod. That's a W-O-O-M-B-I-E Med Pod. And you can get one at Wombie Med Pods. That needs to go in your hospital bag. If you want to get a Woomby Billy Pod as well, that would be great because uh, 60% of babies end up being admitted to the hospital for jaundice and a baby can be swaddled in a Woomby Billy Pod and still receive its phototherapy treatment. The Woomby Med Pod can go with you to the hospital and vital signs can be checked through the pod. It's a way of swaddling the baby 360 degrees and keeping them comfortable and warm, um, providing thermoregulation boundaries and comfort while they're in the hospital. There's also a Wombie for home use. I would suggest getting that at Wombie.com. This is the best advice for calming your fussy baby. Um, you just put the baby in it, zip it up, and it keeps them contained. You might even think that it's too small, but if you buy the newborn to 13 pound size, it's just the right size. If you would have seen your baby in your uterus, you probably would have thought, oh my gosh, they're squished. But they really like that warm, tight, feeling with hands over heart or maybe hands over the the chest or by the side or even up in field goal position. All of those positions they can get into but still be swaddled 360 degrees which provides the containment that we know newborns really like. Another thing that I would suggest every parent get if you have a new baby is a snuggle nest. I can't remember the brand of this but it is very specific snuggle nest. It folds up and it's a portable little cradle or bassinet and it has mesh all the way around and it's lightweight. So I took mine everywhere. I would definitely suggest it for twin moms. I had my babies sleeping in the bed with me inside a snuggle nest on top of the blankets. And then I would take that with us to restaurants. We even went to a festival one time and I put the babies asleep in the back of a restaurant in a snuggle nest. Um, it was just one of the best things for them. And they stayed in that till they were like four or five months old. So a snuggle nest is a great sleeping device for a new baby. They don't need a crib right away. You're probably not going to use it. They don't need a rock and play. In fact, that was recalled for safety hazards. Get something where they can sleep flat on their back in a woomby swaddle with a white noise machine in a dark, warm room. Um, another thing that I would recommend is a Mimi Jumi or a Como Tomo. Both of these bottles mimic the breast, and they make it easy for a breastfeeding bottle to—I'm sorry, breastfeeding baby—to go from breast to bottle and back and forth. It also, um, both of those bottles don't have a lot of like additional parts, so there's not a lot of um, cleaning and keeping up with parts or anything like that, and they reduce colic. So I loved my Mimi Jumi. Life Factory also has a couple of really great bottles. Um, as well with only two parts, and they are glass with a silicone sleeve, so they are 100% BPA-free, which I found incredibly um, important for caring for my babies. Another thing that I suggest um, new mothers get is something to rest the baby on or place the baby in. We loved our Four Moms Rockaroo. was really fabulous. Um, it has a lot of different um, sounds and functions on it to move the baby very gently back and forth and around. Or also, something like a My Pillow is really great that you can just lay the baby in and do story time or massage or singing. And lastly, I think one of my favorite products for newborn care is a Home Medics white noise machine. We still use ours. I used it for every nap and every bedtime, and it became one of the best things, in fact, my best friend actually gifted it to me. Um, my twins would never wake up. It didn't matter if the doorbell rang or someone knocked on the door, or a neighbor was really loud when they came by. Um, They slept through everything and anything. It gives them a constant consistent sound to drown out all additional noises. Um, And in fact, other than that, and some clothes and onesie um, and your diapers, you don't need a lot for um, caring for a newborn. They don't come come in demanding a bunch of toys and books and and gear. They really just wanna be held and fed and loved at the very beginning and warm. Um, That's why the wombie swaddle is fantastic because it keeps them warm and comforted and contained and makes the transition from the womb to the world a lot easier for your new sweet baby. Let's talk briefly about safety with a newborn. Um, There's just a couple of things to to touch base on. One of the main things is sleep. A lot of parents are so paranoid about um, bringing their baby home. Oh my gosh, what if they, you know, suffocate in the middle of the night. There are ways to avoid that. Um, One of the main things is making sure that they're swaddled, not with a blanket or with anything that can become loose in the crib. But again, a wombie is swaddling the baby 360 degrees and there are no loose parts like some of the other ones that are on the market. Um, Swaddling them, laying them flat on their back on a firm mattress, no pillow top, no bumpers, no mobiles, No anything in the crib or the bassinet or the cradle, just laying them flat on their back to go to sleep with nothing else that can be um, a safety hazard to them and they will be fine. Um, Always check the bath water before you put the baby in it to make sure that it's warm, but not hot. Be sure that you're never leaving baby unattended on um, a bed or a countertop, or a changing table. Because I had twins, I was so paranoid about them falling off of a changing table that I always changed them on the floor. I just had a kikaroo changer um, or a changing mat right there on the floor, and that's where we did all of our diaper changes. And in fact, I would suggest doing everything on the floor as a twin mom. I think all of us probably, can relate that we spent most of the first like three to six months on the floor with our babies. Um, Another thing when you're zipping up a um, PJ or pajama suit or anything like that, put your index finger behind the zipper before you zip it up to be sure that you're not accidentally snagging that delicate skin. It's also important when you have a new baby that you're not trimming their nails with clippers unless they're baby safe clippers, but um, newborn nails grow very quickly um, and you will want to cut them because of the, otherwise they're not, you know, they're cutting their skin or their eyes or something. But um, filing your baby's nails is much safer than clipping them because you might accidentally nip some of the skin. And if you do, don't feel bad. I think we've all done it at least once. I did it when I was a nanny once and it still gives me nightmares. Um, but filing the baby's nails is the safest bet to, um, to helping them with keeping those nails trimmed. Um, It's also really important that you're changing your baby very frequently. I always had a habit of changing a baby at every feed. Typically, your baby's going to fill the diaper anyway, and you're going to either hear it or feel it. Um, You're probably not going to smell it in case, especially if it's a breastfed baby, because breastfed baby poop doesn't really smell um, very much. And so you just want to make a habit of checking the diaper every time you're um, feeding them and then that way you know at least you know that part is getting um, taken care of. Be sure that your baby is always warm, um, but never in too much clothing or restrictive clothing because you don't want them to overheat. So if they're swaddled in a wombie, then you might just have them in a onesie with some um, booties on to keep their feet warm. Um, a newborn always um, is going to want to be like under a blanket. Or a swaddle to keep them very, very warm, and keeping your home at a decent temperature, somewhere between sixty-eight and seventy-two, and dressing the baby appropriately is also going to help with, um, you know, mitigating those safety risks. Have any pets? Also, be, um, you know, keeping the pet not necessarily away from the baby, but making sure that if the baby's on the floor and you have a big dog, that you're mindful of where that animal is, and otherwise. Um, You know, babies at the very beginning, it's so simple. It's eat, play, sleep, keep them close to you, Um, keep their head protected all times, and be sure that there's nothing in the crib when you put them to sleep. Um, The safety risks become when they go live at about um, nine months or so, and they start crawling all around the house. We'll definitely jump into that area. But at the very beginning, it's very simple. Just keep the baby close to you. I always recommend baby wearing for new mothers. Um, A wrap like a happy baby wrap or an ACK wrap can be a really wonderful way to keep the baby close. Also, a baby katan is um, a great device. It's kind of like a backpack and you just put the baby in the pouch on the front. Um, There's also some shirts that you can put babies in. There's all sorts of different devices out there, but be sure that if you do Get a device that grows with your baby, that it has a newborn insert. That's much more developmentally appropriate for your newborn just to slide right in the insert. And it should be facing in, not out. Otherwise, it can be overstimulating. Keeping their limbs tucked in in fetal position and being close to mom or dad is so powerful for attachment parenting and bonding, but also keeping that baby safe because they're right there next to you and you know everything that they need. One thing that a lot of um, new mothers don't realize is the rapid rate of brain growth in their newborns and how to stimulate that brain growth. And one thing that I found very fascinating when I started researching um, young infants is that the brain is actually born with all the potential in the world. It is very curious, it is um, always wondering and imagining and very creative, and it's full of like more neurons than you know stars in the galaxy. And if we don't activate those different parts of the brain, the neurons actually die off. And we don't want to overstimulate a new baby, but we do want to find ways to um, provide very rich sensory experiences and exposure to all sorts of different things at the very beginning to make sure that we're activating those neurons and that we are igniting the firing and the rewiring of the infant's brain from the very beginning. And one way that you can do that, one of the most powerful ways you can do that is love. Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, Massage, baby wearing, singing, lullabies, lots of holding and cuddling is very important. Another thing you can do for your baby is if you speak a different language in your home or if you have friends that speak a different language in the home, bring that language into the home. I did not speak another language um, when my kids were little but I did play different genres of music. I played Celtic, um, where they're, they're singing in, in these beautiful Gaelic um, Gaelic language. I played French cafe, I played Spanish music, I played reggae, I played African. So I'm exposing them and their brain to all these different languages because I know that that part of the brain, not it's not really just about learning the language, which they didn't learn that when they were two or three months old. It's about planting the seed and activating that part of the brain that makes learning languages later in life a lot easier But the part of the brain that knows languages is also the same as math, science, and spatial awareness, as well as music. So, um, singing to your baby, exposing them to language, and lots of different types of music, very great for building the brain from the very beginning. Also, contrast. If you have um, the ability to get some art cards, I really found that beautiful way. I would just hold an art card in front of the babies and let them just stare at it and look at all of the different Um, you know colors and the depth of different um, pieces of art Um, just the face of a monkey or an elephant that they would just kind of look at and get lost in is a really great way to activate the brain storytelling and reading stories to your baby um, are also really great ways for bonding but also expanding the brain spending lots of time outside like I said even when they were little I would put a blanket outside and just lay them in the dirt or on the grass and let them just wander and look around um, at the trees and the flowers and, um, touching the leaves. I remember once I came home from exercising and my babysitter had the babies outside touching leaves and they were so little, they were two or three months. And I thought, I am so in love with her because she understands this. Um, even when they were just kind of rolling over, I would put some paint in front of them, or perhaps some water that they could splash, um, bubble wrap and, Mirrors, um, pipe cleaners, or pom poms, um, different types of textures of fabric like silk and flannel, and um, you know fleece, and just squares of fabric that I would grab at the fabric store and, and lay in front of them. Big enough, you know, you don't want them to be able to bite a piece off. Big enough that they can touch it. Um, Sequin fabric or whatever that fabric is that kind of if you move it side to side, it sort of changes um, the look of it. It's almost kind of holographic. Anything like that um, is really great just to stimulate different parts of the brain. Scarves, ribbons, um, wooden spoons, different textured materials that babies can just touch and, and, you know, put in their mouths and explore. All really great ways of building the brain. And it's so wonderful just to see your baby get excited about um, you know, the things that are in their world. And it's great for adding some routine into your day, which if you have one baby might feel like Groundhog Day a little bit. It definitely didn't feel that way for me. I was constantly busy as a twin mom. Um, but it is great to add some of these things into your daily routine and activate the baby's brain. Um, if you have not already um subscribed to Whole Heart, please do. In this next episode, I'm going to be talking to a single father um, who has a young baby and we're gonna be diving into sleep. So there's a lot to learn from that episode. So um please uh make a donation if you like what you hear. Please share and comment with friends and family and subscribe to the Whole Heart podcast. Thank you again so much for listening. Be well.